Welcome to the Supplemental Podcast. We are two licensed therapists sharing our therapeutic and personal perspectives. We hope this clinical and applicable insight will inspire you and challenge you to grow. Okay, today we are here to talk about a couple different things um, all in one. We're talking about gratitude and selfishness and we're going to peel those apart and see how maybe in some ways they can be opposites, um, but even just different from that, how not necessarily that they're an opposite, but they're just a different state of mind and being in one or the other, how that impacts um, how we go about life and daily choices and maybe just an overarching struggle if we're in more of one frame of mind versus the other, how that might impact the struggle to get out of it. So gratitude and selfishness. So to kind of give a little bit more of an intro on this, I wanted to give one definition I've heard in the past of gratitude. Obviously there's a technical one, like we'd get out of the dictionary or there's lots of different interpretations from some wise minds out there. But one I heard that I wrote down because I thought was really good is that gratitude is an intense sense of satisfaction that takes you outside of yourself. So I like that definition, especially when we're going to talk about any um, aspects of selfishness in today's episode. This definition of gratitude automatically shows it takes you outside of yourself. So um I just wanted us to bounce back and forth on thoughts of what is gratitude? What does it look like? What can it do for us? And why does it have the effect to take us outside of ourself? Um, So, and then obviously, because this is our podcast on overall health, mental health, all of those things, um, I really think there can be some great impact of practicing gratitude and having just that attitude or mindset, um, in general, how that can really affect our mental health in a positive way and help us operate in a healthy mental state, um, in general. So we're going to kind of jump around and talk about some of that stuff. Tegan, what are your thoughts on any of that so far? My initial thought was just that gratitude is a muscle and at least I can speak for myself. It's a muscle that I have to work out personally because my brain is much more reticent to go to like what needs to be fixed or improved or what needs to be better versus what's working, what's going well, what am I grateful for? And so I have to work hard at gratitude. I think by nature, I'm a relatively optimistic and positive person. Um, but I'm also a realist. And so I'm like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then I'm just so ready to plow over the things that need to be adjusted. And so that's why I look back on my initial thought on the topic at hand is gratitude is a muscle and it takes work to keep it from atrophying in the same way it takes work to build it as a natural automatic default. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that image because it does take work, right? I think that's true for a lot of the things that we talk about. Um, and that can be hard sometimes because we all have a natural, probably selfish part of us that doesn't want to put in the work or maybe at times a lazy part. But, um, I think the truth is when you get to really good places, um, in all different aspects, physically, mentally, emotionally, it does take a lot of work. And, um, so I like that image of the muscle because to, to show that growth takes commitment and discipline and all that kind of stuff. So that's a really great way of putting it. 
I mean, I wish it wasn't like a muscle. It'd be so nice if it was just easy to think about what's going well. But I also, I always kind of refer back to the negativity bias that we have. Our brains are much more equipped to look at what's negative just based on survival. We have a negativity bias. And so it's going to hold on to negativity a lot more quickly than it's going to hold on to positivity. I don't, this, these, these are not the correct ratios, but I know it's something of like a split second to hold on to something negative and it can be upwards of like 15 seconds to hold on to something positive. Um, granted, I'm not a neurologist or an expert on the brain, but I do know it's just easier to stick with the things that are negative. So gratitude's super powerful and I think very healing too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that this is necessary, but here's where my mind's going. So I'm going to follow it. Um, Go I think with it. gratitude kind of, um, so especially in our language, and I think probably in a lot of languages, but we have different descriptors for similar things. But when you really break it down, um, there might be some more specifics, but Regardless of that, I'm saying gratitude sounds like being thankful, right? So there's a similarity in saying I'm thankful for the food on my table or I'm thankful for my job or I'm thankful for my family, whatnot. Um, And I I do think there's quite a similarity between thankfulness and gratitude. But if I go back to the definition I gave, it says gratitude is an intense sense of satisfaction. So let's just take that part for a second. Um, an intense sense of satisfaction to me sounds like another level up than just being thankful. Right. I don't know what you think. It does. Yeah, no, no, it does. I want some of that. It sounds lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, it, it's, it feels like it's uh, another level. I don't know. Um, and then if we, if we agree on that, then that means like the next part of it, which says it takes you outside of yourself that makes sense. Like that part follows naturally that if we're at this intense level of satisfaction, um, naturally it takes us outside of ourselves. So, um, I I'm just bringing this up again, not to split hairs, but just that I think the sense of gratitude is different than being thankful. We can be thankful for a lot of things in our life and truly mean that. But I think this definition or state of gratitude, if you will, is on another level in a good way, right? Like if we can figure out, if we can work out that muscle and figure out for ourselves or in our own life, this is what it means to be full of gratitude. Um, I think it would have a really powerful impact, which is what I was saying at the beginning too, that we want to touch on is that being in that place, um, mentally, I think can do a lot of good for a person, despite a lot of difficult situations. You know, I think there's, um, it's a, that's a really hard mental shift and maybe a fine line. Um, but I do believe that there's some power in it because it's at that intense level of satisfaction rather than a basic thankfulness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think of it, it has a certain depth to it that maybe just general thankfulness might lack. Because I think of, I don't know why my mind is going to this, but the example that comes to mind, like let's say I'm suffering from some sort of illness, let's say it's some form of cancer, let's say thyroid cancer, and I'm in the hospital and I'm undergoing some sort of a treatment or post-surgery. I'm not necessarily going to be thankful that I have that condition. I might be thankful that I got the surgery, thankful that insurance covered it, thankful for recovery. But then I wonder if gratitude might be something 
like the sense of you connect with one of the nurses or doctors and you just feel this overall sense of gratitude for good care and community Mm -hmm. or family members and friends visit you and just sit with you when you're just like one ball of a mess and you feel this overwhelming sense of satisfaction and gratitude, even though you don't like the circumstances. So there's a sense of this sucks and I'm satisfied, even though everything isn't okay. But I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's a beautiful example. That's perfect because that follows up on the other part too, of it takes you outside of yourself, you know? So that is a thing that would be such a personal intense process, but that sense of gratitude, um, the way you described it made me feel like it opens your eyes to the world around you as well. Like that nurse or doctor or your family or whatnot. And although that is a very intense personal struggle and it is your own battle, that sense of gratitude helps take you outside of yourself for a minute to see some of those other things that would understandably be really hard to notice, you know, if you're not in that frame of mind. Yeah. I like what you're getting at too, with the idea of how gratitude can pull you out of the narrow lens of yourself or out of the narrow perspective of just what you're going through. It's almost like it transcends circumstance or experience. It can just kind of be bigger, almost like it's a bigger focal point that makes some of the things that seem really massive actually become much less significant and much smaller Mm -hmm. in comparison. Like when you're like, I'm suffering, this sucks. My thyroid scar is uncomfortable and itchy, but then you're focused on, I feel joy. I feel satisfaction. I feel gratitude in the the company of these people right now. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It's an, it's something I want to chew on further. I I think gratitude is forever mysterious to me. Yeah, it's it's definitely not an easy feat, but I think that's what we like to talk about on this podcast because the good things in life aren't always easy. Um, but that brings me to like another thought that I think is probably in some ways hard to talk about and for sure hard to master, so to speak, definitely for myself and I assume for most of us. Um, but I'm thinking of situations where maybe it's a little bit more minor. So like, let's talk, we gave an example of extreme health struggle, like cancer or something scary like that. Um, but let's take it to something a little bit different. Maybe not that it's not scary, but maybe just not as intense or, um, you know, altering to your life or whatnot. Um, let's talk about like someone that's dealing with a lot of anxiety. So that's a common thing that a lot of us deal with, um, to varying degrees and levels and whatnot. And I'm curious if, if there's anything here to be said about how gratitude could help that. Right. So on the surface, I think that can sound crazy. Like thinking if I'm just more grateful, that will (laughs) clear up my anxiety. Right. Like, I don't mean it to sound like that because I know anxiety is obviously a very real thing. There's all the stuff that goes on chemically in our brains and in our minds and all that. Um, and, and at the same time, there's the other half that's very much, um, our thought processes and our choices and our behavior and how we align our thinking and all of that. So, um, I'm not at all saying this as here's a fix for anxiety, but I'm curious, um, you tell me your thoughts. One of my thoughts are, uh, some, some of my thoughts are that, if someone is in a state of actively working out that muscle of being um, full of gratitude or trying to have gratitude toward things, I I think it does have maybe that um, obvious impact of less 
um, focus on the self or less worry of what is going on with yourself. And if that's the case to me, though, that cannot exist at the same time as anxiety. You know what I mean? So let's take this for just like a moment in time. I'm not, I'm not at all saying just as a generalized thing, but if a person, um, and feel free to like dispute or argue with me. Um, oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll pick it apart and dissect it. <laughs> Cause I'm sort of, yeah, I'm sort of explaining this as it's in my head. Um, I I'm thinking of a person who's in a state of like pure gratitude, right? So for whatever the situation is, I don't know that I have a great example right now, but let's just say they're in that state of intense satisfaction, such gratitude for whatever it is that's going on at that moment. In my mind, anxiety cannot coexist at that moment. Um, and I think that anxiety can, can still be a part of the scenario, right? That maybe when that sense of gratitude or sense of satisfaction dwindles down or passes or whatnot, there's anxiety there or still present or that ebbs and flows. But I, I have the idea that if, if you're in that gratitude place, your anxiety is not going to be in competition at that time or in that moment. Cause I'm just trying to think if this were me and I feel this flood of intense satisfaction, gratitude for my family. I, at that exact moment, I would not also feel anxious about the safety of my family. Right. So that's the thing I feel right. I have three kids and I frequently have thoughts of, are they okay? Is everything okay? You know, I think that's kind of a parent instinct. Um, so I'm not saying that that anxiety would just totally dissipate and disappear, but at that moment, if I'm feeling this gratitude, I don't think that anxiety would also be present. Maybe that's just for me. So I don't know. Tell me what your thoughts are on that. I would love to borrow your chemistry someday. <laughs> it's a good chemistry. So I, I think my mind goes to, and then I'll share a little bit about how my body and brain would experience that. Um, my mind goes to a previous podcast or one that will come out after this about avoidance versus distraction. And so if I think of somebody who's in an anxious mental state, a lot of the time anxiety is either it's, it's physical and it starts from kind of a bottom up experience, or there's some sort of fixation or anxious thought pattern or anxious thought cluster. That's more of a top down circumstance. And so if I think of it through the lens of gratitude can be a healthy means by which someone can refocus their attention as a healthy distraction, a healthy, healthy coping skill. That's where I think, yeah, I think those two things held together, the gratitude can shadow the anxiety and kind of take that whole image. Like the gratitude gets bigger and within the perspective of the gratitude, the anxiety gets smaller, the anxious thought gets smaller. And so it says though gratitude can be an intentional tool that people use to refocus their mind. And what's really powerful about gratitude is there's a whole positive release of chemicals that goes with it. And we won't go into all the chemistry of it, but it's readily available um, through many scholarly resources, explaining the release of endorphins and dopamine and, and good feeling, uh, emo good feeling chemicals versus something like anxiety. We're going to get a lot of cortisol and stress hormones, et cetera, as well as like thinking about things that are negative or the worst case scenarios. So you just have a whole physiological and neurological reaction based on the thoughts that you have 
if you're moving your brain towards something about gratitude, I, yeah, I would say is that's going to alter you. I think in my personal experience, one of the reasons gratitude, I don't know that it's difficult for me so much as I have to work for it. Like, I really just feel like I have to work to be like, oh yeah, okay, there's the one thing, but then these five things are fantastic and just fine and, and real good. Um, I think I can feel both grateful and anxious at the same time, but that's because I think my body chemistry just runs anxious. And I mean, it always has, it runs in my family and half the time I'm not actually anxious about anything. It's just physiologically wound up and that's just, that's my chemistry. And so I think the two can coexist, but I think gratitude is a really powerful, healthy distractor. And it's a, a tool to change the focal point of where a person's brain is camping out which arguably changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate that because you're right. Not all of our chemistry is the same. And, um, I think it very well can be very different for everyone, but I like that you said too, maybe it's more, it's definitely not the same, um, recipe or whatever for everyone, but that it can be used as a tool. So even if for you personally, it can coexist, um, practicing that gratitude or working towards it can be a helpful thing to help you, right, come to a better balance or reduce some of that anxiety or whatnot. So I like that because overall it is a tool and no person stays in like a perpetual state of gratitude, right? Like that's not realistic and we know that, but I think thinking of it as a tool, like you said, can be a good thing. That's something I find in in my work or whatever, in my office all the time is every, everyone wants to know like, well, what do I do? Right. And I get that. Like, that's how we're wired. We want to know I'm here because I want to fix this, or I'm here because I want a solution. And we're very much, um, a people of, we want, um, answers to our problems. We want solutions. We want tangible things. And there's nothing wrong with that. It can be tricky sometimes in, when you're digging into emotions and our mental place and all of that, it can be tricky to have something super tangible. So that's why I love stuff like this, where we have, here's a tool. It might not be the same type of tool that you were thinking of or looking for. It might not feel so tangible, but it really can be a lot more. If you know, trying to get myself to be in a state of gratitude is one way I can help, you know, manage my anxiety or manage my depression or manage whatever it is, my overwhelming situation. Um, it, it maybe doesn't seem as hardcore as we want, but it is a tool if you think about it to help through those things. We could even argue it's like a supplemental tool something else that can kind of aid people with how they're approaching their mental health or everything else that's gone with it. Cause it's, I, I always say to my clients, this is tangential, but I'll come full circle. Like you need ugh, a darn toolbox when it comes to stuff because something might work on a Tuesday and it doesn't work on a Friday. And it can be really frustrating if we're like, I've got all these skills or I learned all this material and I could tell you CBT, everything, ACT, everything, DBT, everything in my sleep backwards. But then when it comes to actual coping, I do all my skills and I still don't feel okay. And so that's why it's good to have a whole variety of things that relates to who you are and how you're wired but one of the things too, just as you're talking, gratitude is just like not wimpy. It's a very fierce tool, but I think sometimes I throw it in there with like patience or 
meekness or I mean things that seem just kind of like delicate and soft like they're just these passive sweet sounding ideas like gratitude is an incredibly fierce very forceful tool that people can employ and can choose to use it's not just five things that are good about the day I like the color green I have corn for dinner waiting for me like it can be much more um gritty and that's what I think is fun when people realize oh this is an actual tool that I have control of and I can use to my benefit and I can in the midst of suffering find things that I really do feel an intense amount of satisfaction about and it pulls me out of myself and pulls me out of the mindset that I'm in when I can refocus on these other things that are real and satisfying. That's why I always think of it as work, but it's a very, very powerful intervention. Yeah. Yeah. I like that you brought that up because it, like you said, it goes back to the muscle, right? It's working out a muscle. It's building a muscle that does take work. And as you were saying that, the thought that popped into my head is it is absolutely the route of more strength to choose gratitude than to stay in a somewhat selfish place, or even if we don't want to say selfish, but just in a place of lacking that gratitude, um, that's the easier option and choosing gratitude, self-focus. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Choosing gratitude is absolutely the harder option and absolutely the option that takes more strength and grit and gut and all of that. And, um, I think that's what steers us away sometimes as we know maybe that that's the harder route or um it's the road less traveled whatever but I think at the end of the day those are the things that get you to where you really want to be um taking the easy path doesn't really it might work right it might get us somewhere it might help us survive but it's definitely not how to get to the place you really want so um, I think that's a, something that I like about um, our thought processes in all of these is that we acknowledge this is rough or this is hard or this is the more difficult <laughs> way, right? I don't want to no cookie cutter answers. This yeah, I don't experience. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it's not um, it's not helpful to tell people it's all sugar coated and pretty, but um, it is good to say it might be tough, but it might be absolutely worth it in the long run. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Do you have any final thoughts, Tegan, before we wrap up today? I think it's a good reminder to me. I think gratitude is forever a muscle that I'm working out. I think, I mean, as it applies to right now, I'm currently pregnant, as are you, as are we both. And I've been... I've been, I've felt awful physically, physically and mentally for going on about four months now. And I don't like it. It's hard. It's, it's terribly wearing. It's all those things at the same time. I'm extremely grateful and trying to focus on the things about it that are that just exceed all the things that are hard about it. But if I don't practice gratitude and I don't lean into working out that muscle of gratitude, I can be just cranky and crabby and like, is this ever going to end? And I just don't want to live out my pregnancy like that. But that doesn't mean I don't have to make that choice like 782 times a day because I do have to make it because I just feel like trash. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's been eye opening for me to realize too, like it pulls me out of myself when I think of others who live with physical or chronic discomfort, chronic, pardon me, chronic discomfort all of the time. And so mm-hmm. I think, yeah, gratitude really does pull us out of ourselves, which is, even though it's like an abstract theme that we went with, I actually really like how it applies to at least what I'm going through personally right now. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, I appreciate that. And it's absolutely a daily reminder for all of us, you know, um, it's a hard, it's a hard one. It's one to easily, easily forget. Right. Um, but it is for sure a good reminder. I do have one other final thought I forgot to share. Um, I might, I maybe have said this in a previous episode. So, um, if you've already heard it, it's extra. And if you haven't, it's new. Um, there's a quick little video on YouTube. I cannot remember the doctor's name, but it's a doctor. I, I, also, I'm not remembering if he's a medical doctor or a psychologist, but um, either way, there's this quick little animated video on, it's called A Very Happy Brain, and it's only like five minutes long, and it talks about some of this, and at the very end of the video, so it goes through in layman's terms, um, kind of what goes on in our brain and how there's trillions of junctions and um, neurons and all sorts of things and how we process emotional pain and physical physical pain very similarly in our brain, right? Um, so it talks about a couple of those things, again, very quick and short and in easy to understand terms. Um, and at the very end, it says the key to a happy life, which again, there's probably a lot of two cents on this from many wise minds, but this one says the key to a happy life is to have a life full of gratitude and compassion. And, mm-hmm. um, it's just a fun little video, totally worth your five minutes. And uh, again, that might just be one view of this, but I think it's a valid one that, um, the happiness is sort of a feeling that all of us seek, right? There's this goal for, I want to be happy. I want to have a happy marriage. I want to have happy friends. I want to have a happy life. I want happy kids. I want happy. I want everything to be good. And there's nothing wrong with wanting that. I think that's a great thing to want to have that type of life. Um, and sometimes I think for many reasons, we get really sidetracked on how to find that happiness and what brings us that happiness. And I don't know that gratitude and compassion are the only two answers to that, but I think they're very valid ones because of that reason that it takes us outside of ourself. And I really think that when you, when a person can be in that mindset, there is so much more happiness flooding through you when you're full of gratitude, right? So when you focus on others, as backwards as that sounds, I think it helps you feel better about yourself too. So um, so I just throw that out there if anyone's interested to check it out. It's a great little video. And thanks for joining us today. We will be with you next time.